Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Success Harbor Podcast with George Mazaros, where it's all about making success happen for you. Hi, everyone. This is George Mazaros with Success Harbor, and I have Mark Weens with me. Tasting food around the world is Mark's passion. Mark is the founder of Migrationology.com and EatingThaiFood.com. Born in Arizona, USA, Mark is now based in Bangkok, where he is working on building an online business that finances his dream of traveling and eating his way around the world. Mark has a very successful YouTube channel where he has more than 103,000 subscribers and nearly 18 millions. That's 18 million views. I have watched most of Mark's videos and I'm fascinated by what he does. It's a real pleasure to have Mark on Success Harbor today. Welcome. Thank you very much, George, for having me. Thank you for being here, Mark. Uh, full disclosure, uh, I watched most of your videos. I, I think they're awesome. And I, you know, just, I love it when people are so passionate about what you do and it really, really comes through your videos. And, and I just wanted to ask you my first question. Can you believe that you have over 103,000 subscribers and 18 million views today? (laughs) No, not hardly, hardly can believe it. Um, I had no, I had no plans. Yeah. For, for, I had no plans even to make videos, but it just sort of, uh, happened it's 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 incredible because um companies spend billions of dollars on getting views on on youtube you know uh, Uh going viral and they do all the tricks in the world to get people to sign up and watch videos and there is a guy from from arizona you know uh who has been only doing this for a few years and and gets this kind of result so I'm, i'm always very very excited when when i see people like you succeed because it's there's really no trick. It's about passion and working your butt off. So let's talk about the beginning. You were born in Arizona, uh, in the USA, obviously, yeah. but you had an international upbringing. Uh, your family had lived in France, uh, the Democratic Republic of Congo, Kenya. How much of that has to do with how you live your life today? Uh, a lot. Um, that was course the foundation of my growing up years and I think I mean I learned I learned a lot from early on about um, other cultures about flexibility um, and I, I guess just also just because of not even the traveling but also just my parents um, brought me up brought me up uh, in a great family. I was brought up in a great family and they taught me to, to, I guess, to work hard and to, um, go for your goals and your passions. So being exposed to all these different cultures throughout the world, was that a scary thing as a child or did you not even think about it at all that, that it's something unique? Yeah, I think, I think it was more the latter. Um, when you're, uh, when you're a kid, when you're a young kid, you don't really think so much about uh, things being scary like that. Um, so you, so I guess I, 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 I enjoyed it, and I didn't. I guess I didn't ever feel um, fearful about traveling or about um, moving into other cultures when I was growing up, which, which has, I guess, helped me quite a bit as an adult. 
So in, in 2008, you set out to travel through South America, and a few months later, you traveled to Southeast Asia. What impact did traveling had on you at that time, back in, in 08, personally? Um, I didn't... So after I finished graduating from university, I, I knew I didn't want to stay in the U.S., I knew I wanted to travel, but I had no idea what I could do to sustainably travel. Uh, yeah, sustainably live somewhere and maintain traveling with earning earning a living. So at first, I thought I was gonna teach English, uh, which I did, which I did do for a year in Thailand. Um, and so that was how was that how was that experience teaching English. It was a good experience, but I'm not, I'm not really an English teacher. Were you teaching not, children or adults? Uh, I, or? Taught adults. I taught adults. Mm -hmm. And and while while I did learn learn from the experience, it's not my my thing exactly. Um, I'm I don't like to be cooped up in a classroom. But that being said, it was it it actually it actually bought me some time as well as some financial resources to be able to um, move more online. And so how did you end up doing all this in, in, in Bangkok, Thailand? Or, or did you teach in Bangkok or, yeah, or was it another? I taught in Bangkok. So, so why, why Bangkok, Thailand? Why not um, you know, any, any one of the other you know, Asian cities or, or maybe another city in Thailand? Yeah, uh, basically, I guess just like many things, just by by random chance. But I was in the I was in the Philippines um, back about six years ago. I was just traveling around Southeast Asia, and I had a friend from the U.S. who said, "Mark, I want to come visit you." And I was just backpacking around with no plans, so I had no idea where I was going next or what I was going to do next. Um, and he said. So where should I buy my ticket? And so I said, "Oh man, I don't even know where I'm going next." And then I was like, "Okay, I could I think I can easily get to Bangkok where I'm from the Philippines." So I was like, "Just just uh get a ticket to Bangkok and I'll meet you in Bangkok." Uh so a couple months later, I met my friend in Bangkok and he and I both were pretty much uh out of out of finances. So we um I met I met someone in Bangkok um, who did English camps, uh, basically uh, go around with a company and and just speak English at weekend camps for schools. Uh, so we did. I did those with my friend for a couple of months, uh, but the pay was not very much. It was mostly just uh, kind of like hanging out and, and a little bit of pay. But I was like, if I'm gonna if I'm going to actually work, um, I think I may as well get a get a full contract job for a year to be able to make earn as much money as possible in one year and try to uh, save as much and also invest in blogging and doing online projects at the same time. So that's so, that's how I ended up in Bangkok. So. Let's talk about kind of the time frame there, because uh, what year was it when you you started teaching, or the, the year when you taught? Was it 09? 
I think I believe so. Oh nine to oh ten. Okay, so that year. Yeah. Yeah. So let's say from two thousand nine to two thousand ten. So in that year, were you already blogging? I was already blogging. Yes. But and was, was it Migrationology blogging. or was yes. it some other site? Okay. Yes. So you started blogging, but what was what was blogging like? Was it did you think this was going to be a business or was it something else? No. I first started blogging mainly because I was traveling and I two reasons. One was that I I was like forgetting the things I did, so I wanted to just post some photos and write a little bit just to remember the things I did for myself. And the second reason was just to update my family and friends so that I wouldn't have to email everyone individually and I could just kind of update the blog. Uh, so those were my two reasons originally starting a blog. So it was just for personal reasons, basically. Basically, yeah, just a journal of... Now, were you uh, ever... I mean, I know that you grew up traveling the world and living in different countries, uh, but were you at all scared by being, you know, in Bangkok, a huge, you know, city, uh, you know, far away from the U.S., um, a different culture than what you grew up in? Were you scared at all by having to make it there and just be there? Um, not, I think, I think more of the, rather than being scared, I think it's more of the, the adventure side uh, gets to me, and I, I just love the adventure. So no, I, I, I don't think I was really scared. Great. So let's talk about your blog. So you're teaching uh, about 2000, from 2009 to 2010. At the same time, you start blogging just for personal reasons uh, to kind of record your journey and, and document your journey. At what point were you thinking that, you know, hey, maybe there's a way to make money here? Uh, so, no, I, so I started blogging about maybe it was about a year, six months to a year before teaching English. But it okay. wasn't. But yeah, it was just personal updates, kind of um, a journal. Uh, mm -hmm. So, so it was. I think it was. It was a it was a Google AdSense uh, that I put on my put on my blog, and I don't even. I just made a couple of cents one day. Um, just from that Google ad, and but it was it was a real push or an encouragement because I mean that was basically seeing my first scent or sense that that just kind of came out of out of nothing um, so that it was that little little thing that really uh, struck my struck my mind and said it's possible to earn money online through through things like this. So did you even look at how many visitors your blog was getting, any of those uh, analytics, um, or, or was just you put AdSense on it and then you got a couple of, a few pennies or whatever, but it was something, it showed you that, you know, maybe this could be scaled. Yeah, no, I did, I mean, I did trace the analytics, but I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't much of anything uh, back then. Uh, so it was just, those first couple of cents just uh, kind of just dawned on me that I could 
keep writing and write more um, more useful, more practical content that would apply to more people. And I could uh, increase increase that earning. You mentioned on your about page that it wasn't easy when you talk about you know building the lifestyle that you have now and the business that you have now. Can you share uh, the difficulties that you that you you were faced with in the first several years? Yeah, um, a lot of the well, apart apart from like technical difficulties, which. Uh, you know, like learning learning about websites and making plenty of mistakes along the way. Um, what was a technical mistake that you made? Maybe you know, because I mean, I don't want to minimize those because everybody kind of has to go through that. Yeah. Okay. I mean, um, setting up permalinks originally, I had I had bad permalinks basically. Uh, so even after a couple hundred articles, I had to. Um, rework my permalink structure, which broke a lot of links. Uh, so that was one of them. Uh, another thing, another thing was just, um, I guess for a while I relied on on free free themes. WordPress, I use WordPress, and I relied a lot on uh, free themes. But I should have. Uh, I guess I guess I, I now really realize the benefits of a of a more of a framework and a better coded uh, framework. So it's it's worth so paying for some things. It's, it's yeah. going to save you a lot of time in the long run. Oh yeah, and it's it's yeah, it's worth paying for some things if you're serious. Um, what other what other challenges? So what about non-technical challenges? So the technical challenges, you know, setting up WordPress permalinks and uh, and you know themes and all that. What about uh, just the non-technical aspect of of trying to, you know, get your blog popular and continue to develop content, so on and so forth. A lot of a lot of blogging is. Um, is is self i guess for me it was it's a lot of self determination and self motivation uh because it's it's there's always something that you can do and there's always something you can improve and there's always something you can um keep promoting uh so it's it's being but i guess i guess the i guess being being online you could there's so many distractions as well, so it's also about. I guess what I what I, one thing I really had to learn was to focus and to, um, to really to really direct my attention to what I need to do, as opposed to just um, trying to do ten things at once. And just really do, I, I one one thing what what I what I what I do now is I. Every. Every day I have a list of a couple of the the main things I need to do, uh, and that just keeps me focused. Um, whether I need to make a video or write an article, um, I will keep a keep a daily list and make sure I complete those things. So I think focus 
is something I really had to learn. Um, Do you start your day with this list, or this is just a list that you stick to stick to during the day, or do you have a time of day when you're most productive? Yeah, I I'm most productive. Well, I'm most productive for writing in the morning. Uh, so I try to do all my writing in the morning, and and then when it gets to be more afternoon, my mind is not as strong. So I do things more like video editing which take less brain power. So let's uh let's talk about writing because I mean blogging for the most part is about writing, right? So are you a natural writer? No, I don't think so. I I I mean I grew up in school really not liking writing uh and I never I never anticipated or never thought I would ever do anything having to do with writing. Uh but that yeah that sort of changed when I started blogging. Uh and I I realized I could write about things that I really enjoyed enjoyed like food. Um and so I think my I've really grown to like writing when it's something when it's about a subject that I enjoy doing. So you wrote um that you know this is from your site you wrote every spare moment i would blog and sit glued in front of my laptop until my eyes went crazy <laughs> <laughs> how many yep. hours would you write in a day i uh, could you know could be 10 to 15 or so 10 to 15 hours a day Not of writing, writing. Uh, but you know doing social media promoting editing that is just incredible cuz uh, you know i i really want people to hear that because people see successful bloggers and you know people that have you know 100,000 subscribers on on youtube and all that and you know people admire it but then they hear about the 10 15 hour days then it's a different story that's not so attractive to a lot of people but that's mm-hmm. that's what it takes i mean that's what it took how long how long did you have to go before you said you know what now i have real traction i mean was it a matter of weeks months years in terms of blogging do you mean like more like being uh self sufficient off the blogging Yeah, so I mean, yeah, you started as a hobby before you started teaching. Mm-hmm. Uh but then uh, slowly it turned into a business. How long did you have to write without much of a reward, financial reward, uh before you could you could, it could really support you? Okay, so during that year that I taught English, uh then I would use basically every spare moment to to work on the blog. uh and then i taught for one year i finished my one year contract and i saved almost every i mean i saved probably 80% of what i made teaching english and then i continued to live in bangkok um and i i probably and by that time i was i wasn't make by that time i wasn't making i was making enough to live quite um quite cheaply in Bangkok but I but not enough to live somewhere like the US or 
or Europe. Um, but I took about a, another year of not doing a lot, but just sitting at the computer and working um, to the point where I could, I think I really gained a lot of traction, I guess. So it took about three years, right? To make... Uh, yeah, two to three. Two to three years. Two to Two to three. So why not give up? Most most people that start blogging, they give up within the first few months. You know, they don't get traction. Uh, you know, people are not looking at their blogs. Uh, whatever. It's a lot of work. Why did you not give up? Hmm. <laughs> um, well, for one thing, for one thing, I could see I could see a, a gradual increase. So it um so just just even just little little increases um kept my enthusiasm and another thing was just that I could I I I was living in Bangkok so I had so I was making enough to live on a low level and I was I was happy with the way I was living, uh, for one thing, and it was enough. So it was enough to see that, you know, maybe month to month, uh, there is a little bit more interest in your blog, there's a little bit more traffic, maybe you make a little bit more money, it's still not a lot of money, but little by little, things were improving. And at the same time, you lived the life that you wanted to live. Yes, I think that sums it up. You had to uh, live on the cheap, real, really cheap. Uh, how much money did you have to live on in the in the beginning before the blog really made it? Uh, do you Can you give us an idea, like how much how much income did you have, and how how cheaply did you have to live? Like people in the U.S., you know, they they a lot of them don't have any concept of how much money you need uh, just to kind of get by in a city like Bangkok. If you live if you live on the outskirts of Bangkok and I was I was living in a in just a studio apartment on the outskirts of Bangkok with and sharing the room with my friend so we were paying $100 for $100 per month for the room and it came to about $150 with utilities per month so split between my friends so it was about $75 each That's per pretty good Pretty good, yeah. And what about food? How much do you need to spend on food in a month? If you if you know, I mean, obviously it's it's your specialty, so you know where the good food is, you know where inexpensive food is. So how much how much did you have to spend on food? Well, I mean, in Bangkok you could spend an you could spend a huge range, I guess, just like any city. Uh, but on the cheap side or on the lower on the lower side. You can get by for about uh, probably anywhere around five dollars per day. Oh wow, that's 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 pretty good. You can get by, um, and of course you could. I mean, you could you could spend less, uh, but you wouldn't be eating much protein, or you could spend a lot lot more. Uh, but but you know it's 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 all about what you need to do to get where you need to go, 
and so yeah so i mean if you if you want to live live and save uh to be able to invest your time um i think i mean living in a place like asia is a is a great place to to do that so let's talk about food because anybody that has been watching and they ha if they haven't they have to go and check out your YouTube channel just search for Mark Weens that's W I E N S uh to check out some of the great great videos I watch most of them myself so uh and, and I I enjoy them and I actually even I even bought your book I've been reading your book uh, uh last night the 101 things to do in Bangkok which is also great I mean if if any if anybody's out there interested in in Thailand and Bangkok just the photos are worth the price of buying the book so it's just it's it's an amazing uh it's an amazing book and I I enjoy it very much Talk about food and your passion for it. What is it about food that makes you so happy? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I, I grew up in a family that loves eating. Uh, so my, my grandfather was a Chinese chef in Hawaii. Uh, so food has, has always been a major part of my growing up years. And, and I guess every... Um, every every like uh, family meeting and and meeting up with friends always revolves around food. Um, and on top of that, I I think one of the best ways to connect with another culture or or to experience another country is through food as well, uh, because people many people around the world love their 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 own food and it's uh, it's a uh, symbol or it's a it's a part of it's a huge part of culture around the world uh so my love for food is well about the taste but also about the the way it revolves around culture sounds sounds really good now in terms of your blog at what point did you realize that that food was was what people because i don't know if did you start writing about food because of your audience or did you start writing about food because of you or was it kind of a combination of it yeah kind of a combination at first when i first started blogging i was just like i said just sort of journaling um and i mean it would include food but it would include kind of whatever whatever um but I guess when I, I I guess when I realized that I wanted to um, to write about something that I was really really interested in, and also when I started um, learning more about learning seeing seeing so many travel blogs, and I wanted to take more of an angle the niche niche angle on my travel. Um, that's when I started to really push more into food food travel instead of just travel in general. Um, and so now I, now I do some travel, but it always uh, will revolve around food. Makes sense. Let's talk about a little bit about promoting your, your blog. What are the most effective marketing channels or promotional uh, ways for, for your blog today? Marketing channels. Um, for me, it's probably YouTube. 
Uh, but for yeah, YouTube and Facebook are what I probably focus on most. And YouTube is, is, is great, but at the same time, video is very difficult. Uh, can you talk about the, the time it takes? Because, you know, I watched uh, most of your videos, and most of them are, you know, about five or so minutes. Some are longer. Uh, you have these uh, top 25 uh, uh, lists and all that, but some are longer. But on average, there are a few minutes. So talk about how long does it take to make a, a video, let's say, that's five minutes long. How much work goes into it? Yeah, um, just for a, just for like a, the majority of my videos are just meals, um, showing how to how to eat and what to eat. Uh, and for those videos, it would I actually I actually started doing those videos just because I would go out to eat, uh, and I just wanted to show more than more than just photos because I wanted to show the atmosphere, the emotion and the the feeling of of eating. Uh so so for those videos, I mean we normally take an hour to eat and film a little bit or film while we eat. Um and then the editing takes 2 to 3 hours. Um but it used to take much longer than that when I was still figuring out how to do it. How long did it take you in the beginning? Probably a day. <laughs> <laughs> One day of editing for a five-minute video. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's great. But, but yeah. even so, I mean, three, four, uh, three hours for editing, an hour to make the video, so about four hours just to make a five-minute video? Yes, but other, other compilation videos... And those are the majority of the videos, but the other compilation videos like uh, travel, top things to do, travel videos, um, yeah, that can take me like two weeks to edit. Wow. Not, That's great. Yeah, maybe five hours per day for two weeks. So let's talk about making money. How do you make money today? Yeah, mainly uh, selling ebooks. Um, food and travel ebooks that I've written. Uh, YouTube, YouTube. When videos. did you when did you when did you create your first book? The first book was the Eating Thai Food Guide, which was back in 2011, I believe. And how long did it take you to write that book? And and did anybody have to convince you, or it was kind of like, hey, it's natural. I'm going to write a book. No, it was something that I. I thought about doing, but I didn't know if I had the the energy to do it, and I didn't know if it would. I was I was kind of scared to do it, um, and I was I was scared to to see if it would work or not. But at the same time, that that fear sort of pushed me to do it because I knew that if I never did it, I would never know if it would work or not. How long did it take you to write it? Well, it's 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 kind of tough to say because I had accumulated information and photos uh, for about two and a half or three years before writing it. Uh, so it was sort of a a long research, but long research, but probably overall, like putting it together and writing it, took about 
two months maybe. Did it surprise you uh, once you published it and, and started selling it? Uh, how, how, how well did it do? Did it do well or not so good? What was, how, how did it go in the beginning? It did, it did better than I expected. Um, not, probably not very well. Um, as, as well as it's doing now. Uh, but it, it, it just proved to me, though, that it can work. And uh, that's so what gave you the idea to continue to write. So it wasn't a, a, a huge success, but it was successful, more successful than you thought. Yep. And it just, it just gave you the signs that, yeah, there is something here. I need to pursue this further. Yep. And so it, writing books is one way. And I'm sorry to interrupt. What, what was no, it you were okay. saying? That's okay. No, so, I, I was just going to say that um, it's my stra- I guess my strategy was always to to with content marketing, so to to blog and to to write about practical and useful information, uh, but then have the premium guide as a as as something to purchase. So the more then the more content marketing and blogging you do, then the more marketing you do for your product as well. So content marketing, uh, do you mean just writing or, or do you also mean, do you do guest blogging or do you promote your blog in another way once you have the content or is it just no, pretty most, much writing? Mostly just, yeah, mostly just blogging. Okay. Uh, but, just, but I mean, just, just um, on the Thai food site, it's all about Thai food so that the more i guess the more information i i blogged about the more uh content revolving around thai food um was became on my website so that it would uh feed into the the guides so now so you mentioned you 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 make money through books and you also yeah. started to talk about youtube how how do you make money with youtube yeah, YouTube, just the advertising on YouTube. Okay, so, uh, advertising app. on YouTube. Any other ways? Um, not, not so much. Not, not, not really anything on YouTube apart from advertising. Uh, but so in terms, of, in terms of the money that you make now, are you able to live comfortably on this, or, or, or? Yeah. Now, uh, now, all right. All right, and especially still living in Thailand. Um, yeah, it's all right. But now, so, now my go expenses, ahead. I've, I'm also married now as well, so definitely my expenses are are much higher than when I lived in a $75 uh, studio apartment. <laughs> yes, and, and your wife is helping you with the videos, right? Yes, so she's the one who films films everything great so I could not do it without her how do you decide I mean you're you have videos from other countries uh, you have some videos from India for example you have even some videos from the US mm-hmm. how do you decide where to go next or how do you decide where you want to make or where to travel that um, really 
really for no no particular reason other than places I want to I want to visit. Uh, in the U.S., we were there visiting family, um, and then a place like India just just my my desire to travel to India and to eat Indian food. Uh, but normally, normally we. Normally, for tra- as as far as travel plans go, um, I still have a travel. Despite being based in Thailand, I still have the travel bug, and I just like to go to places I've never been before, um, and explore the food and just explore. Now, you mentioned earlier that you know you spent ten, fifteen hours a day working your business, and. Are you outsourcing anything today, or are you still doing pretty much everything yourself? I'm still doing pretty much everything myself, uh, but other smaller things like some graphic design stuff and um, like small small little um, projects like that, I have done some outsourcing, but but nothing um, long term. So I'm. Um, um, I only have a couple of more questions. Um, one of them is, there are so many people that try blogging, and there are so many people that try to start a business. And here you are, and and you know you 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 made it. You have a business that supports your lifestyle. You know, some businesses make millions of dollars. Some businesses make enough money to support uh, whatever lifestyle you choose. And I think most people are would be happy with that. So. Why do you think you succeeded? What, what what advice do you have for those that are listening and and you know maybe they're working on something now or thinking about starting something? What advice do you have for those people? Um, I I think one one tip is persistence um, and to to keep pushing to keep. Uh, Keep doing something and keep trying to find a way, uh, because even even the more things you try, uh, the more things, the more chance you have to to find a breakthrough. Um, like for when I I had no plans to make YouTube videos, um, and I had no no idea what the possibility was, but I just thought one day not that many people not that many travel bloggers make YouTube videos so I was like maybe I should just start um, and I knew nothing about making videos uh, but it was just something new to try and to persist at um, and I I think persistence and is important persistence What's what's next for Mark Weens and Migrationology and EatingThaiFood.com? What are your goals for the next, I don't want to talk about five years or ten years, that's crazy far out, but let's say in the next one year, what, what goals have you set for yourself? I'm, I'm trying to get more into recipes, not just eating, but also some recipes. Uh, so my next project is Thai... Thai recipes and hopefully a Thai street food uh, recipe book. You know, I didn't even think of it, but it's a great idea because 
I'm looking at, I'm in San Diego, California, and I look at some of the great stuff that you eat. I'm thinking, and I, I, you know, we cook, and I didn't even think of it. It makes perfect sense. You know, I'd love to make some of that stuff. Yeah, I think, I think, I think a recipe book is, um, has more profitable potential than, than just a eating, I guess. Uh, because it, it opens more of the world to, to become purchasers or customers. Yeah, it, it makes sense because um, you already have followers. So how many email subscribers do you have, by the way? We have about uh, between between migrationology and eating Thai food about nineteen thousand. So I mean that's an impressive. Number. So you have nineteen thousand people that already love what you do, and you are creating them something new, the the recipe. So it it, it makes perfect sense. Um, how can people find out more about you or migrationology or eating Thai food? Uh, can can either go to YouTube, I can, and which is uh, YouTube.com/migrationology, um, or can go to my website migrationology.com. Uh, you can email me at migrationology at gmail.com or uh, contact me on Facebook, facebook.com slash migrationology. Uh, and basically any other social media, it's all migrationology. So, I Well, I, I really, really appreciate, uh, Mark, uh, that you came on Success Harbor to share your story. I, I, I really uh, admire or, or respect is a better word the hard work that you've put in over the years to break, to build up your business and to live the life that, that you want to live. And, and I think that's, uh, it's just, it's just very admirable. And, um, you know, I consider it an honor to, uh, to interview you and everybody out there, everybody out there, check out migrationology.com or eating and absolutely go to YouTube and check out Mark's, Mark's videos. Um, they're great, and he's he's so passionate about what he does, and it really really comes through. Thank you, Mark. No, thank you very much, George. I really appreciate it. Wish you much success. Hopefully, you come back in a year and talk about how you continue to grow your business. Thank you. Thank you, Mark, and thanks everybody for listening to Success Harbor. Have a great day, and bye, everybody.